Are you ready for this? It's Hump Day Happy Hour. With Becky and John. Sex talk at the dinner table. Welcome to Hump Day Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And I'm John. We are Team BJ. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. This is the podcast where we talk about everybody's favorite things. That's right. Sex and food. That's right. We just want to encourage, again, we're not doctors, but we want to encourage the dialogue on sex everywhere about everything sexual. It's true. We do. And we just, we want more people to hump it up on hump day. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now this week in this podcast, we're getting kinky. We're getting alternative. We're getting a little weird. Getting different. Yeah. We're talking about fetishes. Ooh. Now, let's get a definition going here. Yeah, what, is, what is fetishism? Fetishism is a strong sexual desire where gratification is linked to an object, non-genital body part, such as the foot, okay. or a specific situation oh, or scenario. I see. So you have this fetishism isn't, you know, you, there's a specific object or scenario that really, that's what you really need to get you off. Yeah. Let's get some examples going out there. Okay. Um, let's start out with sort of the more common fetishes that you may have heard of okay like like a foot fetish yes okay right. yeah yeah that's a pretty common one uh-huh. also uh this i've read is the most common fetish out there a lingerie fetish oh i've, I've heard of high heels being a fetish at the same yeah. time yeah um exhibitionism and voyeurism okay so doing it in public and or watching other people do it mm-hmm. yeah, get so, you um, off uh bdsm uh bondage and yeah. all the other stuff that goes along with that acronym <laughs> whips and other kinky shit yeah. yeah we're gonna cover that in another episode it's a whole other episode it we'll is. get to that at a different time and, and i think we're just only scratching the surface on some of these fetishes because there's so many out there yes. that we're only going to basically talk on just a few. Like we looked it up and it basically was like a dictionary of crazy sexual stuff. Totally. It's a, it's a rich topic. Like yeah. if we, if there was a course on, if there was a course on fetishes 101, this podcast would be like the syllabus yeah. of, that, of yeah. that course. Show up to class, multiple choice, we'll get you to pass. Yeah. I think right now we're going to go to the psychology of fetishism. Yeah. And it's mostly found in males. And yeah, most, I read that too. It mostly spawns from their youth, like either when they're before pre-puberty, you mm-hmm. know, when they kind of found something that kind of like gives them a trigger, mm-hmm. or it's like you know they, they start to masturbate and they get used to masturbating to a certain thing, which then forms into a fetish. Yeah, if you masturbate to it, it will solidify it, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think and people that um, have fetishes believe it's like a strong part of their identity and who they are. Yeah. And, that's you know it's part of them and what they and their sexual identity let's talk about let's talk about let's attempt to talk about some fetishes that you may not have heard of i say attempt because there a lot of them have very long names that are such such big difficult to pronounce they're they're very challenging (laughs) but we're gonna do our best here okay bear with us First of all, let's get started with talking about agalmatophilia. Agalmatophilia. You know, that yeah. that fetish that involves sexual attraction to dolls or mannequins. Oh, so this person that has this fetish could not work in the mall whatsoever. Right, I, that would probably be uh, too stimulating. Or an like antique that. doll store. That would just be too much. Yeah, kind of creepy, kind of <laughs> hot. <laughs> okay, ursuagalmatophilia. Okay. Oh, you know, furries, as they're sometimes called, people that are into dressing up as stuffed animals. And bang. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. People like dress up Mascots, kind of. That's, I mean, when you look back into people's childhoods, those are the people that really like teddy bears. Those right. Are the best those, best. <laughs> those are like red flag. <laughs> Here's another one. Salarophilia. Oh, salarophilia. That, that's a sexual fetish that involves people that like getting dirty before sex. Now, I'm not just talking about like talking dirty. But actually, physically getting dirty, like 
rubbing dirt on themselves. Like having sex on a beach? Yes, or in a compost pile. Oh, maybe. yes. Way to be organic. That's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Okay, another one. Uh, paraphilic infantilism. Oh, paraphilic infantilism. Also known as adult baby syndrome. You know, that involves wearing diapers, changing diapers, drinking from bottles. Oh. And this is mostly found in men, too. Like, that's what I've heard. yes, that's what I've understood. I wanna well. I wanna I wonder out there, are there women that suffer or like have this kind of fetish? <laughs> suffer. Suffer, I know or just have it, I guess I should say. Um, I'm sure there are, but I have I also have read that it's more common, at least for the you know, there's like the baby and the caretaker yeah, in yeah. that in that scenario. And that it's more often the male. It's, Not surprising. It's more of a mothering thing. I get it. uh, That is the baby. Okay. But I I do think it could go both ways. Okay. All right. Hematolagnia is another fetish, and that one involves drinking blood or using blood in a sexual way. Oh, the the vamp movement. Yeah, for all those Twilight fans out there. Going to a vampire rave. Acrotomophilia. Oh, acrotomophilia. Now, this is a sexual interest in amputees. Oh, so Captain Hook could... There's a woman out there for him. There is. Or there another could. sailor out there for him. It's, yeah. it's, it's up to him. Could, right. could be a There's man. an acrotomophilia out there. And last but definitely not least, symphorphilia. Symphorphilia. Yes. This is, you know, the fetish that people have when they're aroused by natural disasters. Oh. See, that's crazy. Because I thought I really watched... The weather report really hard during the winter, but these people must just freak out. I know it's like porn. Yeah, like, oh my god, there's, there's a just... winter storm warning coming Ooh. our way. <laughs> there's like an earthquake happening, and yeah. it's like, where is Bobby? Oh, I, he's in the closet masturbating. He's jerking off in the bathroom. <laughs> All right, danger well, is exciting. I, it is exciting. Well, I think it's time to kind of move on to sharing is caring. Yeah, let's let's share a little. Yeah. Now, I think that you we were talking about this, and we both don't have fetishes that we can really identify with. Yeah, and neither of us have, yeah, true fetishes. Yeah. So we thought, what what kind of, is there a fetish out there that could really bring us together, you know? <laughs> and yeah, I think if there was a fetish out there that we could really personally identify with, it might be sidophilia. Sidophilia, oh, yeah. what is you that? know, what is that, that fetish that involves being aroused by sexual situations that involve food. Oh, food. Yeah, so this can mean using uh, phallic objects such as bananas or sausages as dildos or using objects that, uh, like sticking your dick into objects like grapefruits or pies. Yeah, yeah, jello, whatever. Yes, taking body shots off your partner or covering yourself in certain foods and then having your partner eat or lick it off. That would all be kind of under the umbrella of sidophilia. Yeah, and we thought we could identify with this one because let's face it, we like talking about sex. We do. We like talking about food. These just would really come together really well. Yeah, and we yeah we like sex and food uh, a lot. That 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 really didn't happen at the same time. <laughs> we tried. We gave it a college try. Um, and I think on that note, let's just let's kind of just transition right into what's cooking, good Logan. What is cooking? <laughs> well, this week we. Uh, in, in the spirit of sidophilia, we prepared something that we're calling a uh, sensual dessert tray. Uh-huh. And this was a this was a meal that were just a collection of foods that you can sensually eat off of your partner. Yeah, like an appetizer you could eat off your partner. Yes, sexy appetizer. Uh-huh. Um, it, it contained many things. Yeah, it did. Like, like whipped cream. Yes, also Twizzlers. Uh-huh. You may not know this, but Twizzlers, you can use them to tie around your partner's dick and then um, untie it with your mouth. Uh-huh. Here's a pro tip. Pro tip. 
use get the king size bag that has the long Twizzlers because the regular Twizzlers don't aren't long enough to tie around a dick unless it's like a really tiny dick. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. We also included Nutella and peanut butter yeah. on our sensual dessert tray because it's a very spreadable uh, protein and sugar packed. Just dip it right in there. Dip. You can just put it on your partner's erogenous zones and then lick it off for a mm. delicious appetizer. Just don't get it in the vagina. No. Yeah, that's not good. That's like a yeast infection waiting to happen. Okay. Nutella in the vagina. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a yeast infection from one of my favorite foods that I <laughs> added to this, and okay. that is little bits of cheese. Oh, surprise, surprise! Cut up little bits of cheese. That's my little little thing in there. Some cheese people like tw- it sweet. I like the salty. Cheese and Twizzler is my favorite combo. Yes, I love it. Um, and before we rate this meal, let's just I just think we need to be honest with you guys. We. We prepared the sensual dessert tray, and then we just ended up eating it. Yeah, we were going to try to use it, but then we ended up eating it, and then we went off to the bedroom. And fucked without the food. Yes, so we did, we, we failed like at fetishes. Wannabe sedophiliacs. Yep. yep. <laughs> Here we are. But let's go ahead and, and rate this meal slash snack tray. Okay. Um, deliciousness. What would you give this? I would give it a, a six, because it's just mm. a bunch of store-bought items. It's, there's not a lot of originality. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, just a six. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it an I'm gonna give it an eight. I mean, yeah, we bought it from the store. It wasn't a lot of forethought, but it's delicious. How can you say no to Nutella? It's so good. I I could. It, did, it gonna... did get sued for giving false nutritional value. Right. Well, Moving still on. Tastes good. Okay. Co-prepability. Co-prepability. Yeah. Ten. I, I also agree with ten because <laughs> it was easy each, as hell. each person can throw on what they want onto yes. a little dessert tray. So it's. It's like your own little snack appetizer that you get. It's true. Yeah, you 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 choose the cheese. I chose the Nutella. Whatever yeah. you want. It's like mutual masturbation. Yeah, we just meet in the middle. Whatever you want, just put on there and then you know go for it. And of course, the Bed. bedroom effect. Oh yes. How did this this dessert tray affect your bedroom experience, John? Oh, I would go eight. Mm-hmm. Again, orgasms were abundant. They were as always. So you know, got to throw out the eight out there. Just a good time. Yes, and I think, you know, even though I didn't actually tie a Twizzler around your dick and then untie it with my mouth, I thought about it as I was taking the Twizzlers out and arranging them on a play, on the plate. So maybe that kind of got me in the mood. I'm okay. going to give it an eight, too. Okay, well, guess what? I'm going to get a bigger bag of Twizzlers, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and where can you find these, Miss Becky? Oh, if you want to make a sensual dessert tray at home, it's very easy, but we will give you the complete instructions on our website, yeah. humpdayhappyhour.net, or on our Facebook page. Yeah, maybe we'll give some pointers, too. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Just check it out. And... Uh, don't miss our next podcast episode. It's going to be good. It is. It's coming up in a couple weeks. This podcast, ep- the next podcast episode, we are going to try to examine and answer the big question of this. <clears throat> in a healthy relationship, how much sex should you be having? I know it's true. It's the number one question asked by many people. Everyone wants to and know. And we're going to try to address it. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Becky. And I'm John. This is Hump Day Happy Hour.